Okay. Uh, my name's Tony. Uh, you'll hear as we go along here. Uh, I came to Christ about a year and a half ago. I have a wife, Hope, uh, two daughters, Taylor, who's a freshman at Michigan State, and Cassidy, who's a seventh grader, and they have not come to Christ yet. <laughs> My brain isn't fully functioning yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, both Tony and I really appreciate this opportunity. Uh, is this a good distance from my face? I feel, it sounds weird from up here. But. <laughs> All right, thanks. Um, yeah, we really appreciate this opportunity to just come share with you guys, um, be part of this process. Um, as we started preparing for this, kind of, we both looked at each other and we were like, why are we the ones doing this? <laughs> who, uh, who made this decision? And... Uh, you know, as Tony said, he's been a, a believer for about a year and a half now, early on in the process. Um, and for me, I'm relatively new to this whole dad gig, um, relatively new to being a husband. So we were looking at each other and we were saying, what is happening right now? Why are we doing this? And uh, one of the things we read as we prepared was um, from Gary's, uh, an excerpt from Gary's True North. And in that, he said uh, that servants of Christ lead from brokenness. And that's what we're doing, guys, is we're just uh, doing this from a place of brokenness up here. Um, and just sharing God's love. Uh, so that's where we're coming from as we present this. Um, last week, uh, Trey and Terry kind of talked about the truth and how we discover that truth about who God is and who we are in Him. And that truth is that if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, uh, you've been set free. Uh, you've been made clean by no work of your own. Um, and we've been adopted as children of God. Um, that's our new identity, uh, His children. And again, we just said that last night, but... It's fresh every time. I just <laughs> say it a million times a day. It's just, um, it's just a new. It's new to my ears every time. Um, but we want to take that truth today and just understand how we relate to others based out of that truth. No longer relating out of those core lies. Relating from that truth that we've talked so much about over the last semester. Uh, and as we do that, that's how we partner with God to build His kingdom. Uh, and that's really what, what at least I've seen going on here over the last few months, which is amazing. Um, so last week, Trey brought up the idea of happiness versus fruit of the Spirit being joy. Um, and just kind of how, as we learn to relate from our new identity as a child of God, that, uh, that joy, that biblical version of joy is what we're going to experience. Um, so I, I want to just kind of have Tony start off by talking, you know, in the last year and a half as a uh, new believer, how have you experienced that difference between happiness and fruit of the Spirit? Yeah, well, what uh, Trey said really struck home with me you know, last week and just really thinking about it when he was talking about his, you know, wife. And if somebody were to ask me now, okay, you know, what's the big difference? And, you know, my initial or my gut reaction is to say, yeah, um, I feel happier than I've ever been. But, you know, that really doesn't even begin to scratch the surface because it's so much, you know, deeper than that. Um, you know, and I think of, I think of that and I think of, uh, you know, John 16, 24, until now you've not asked for anything in my name, ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete um, for the Ema guys out there. Uh, and just thinking about that and thinking about that word joy and it's really just, you know, the deepness and, and richness. It's so much more, it's internalized. It's like deep in the soul. So. Thanks, Tony. Uh, yeah, so before we jump in here, I just want to highlight, I know Tony's kind of said it, but just preparing with him, this is such a, 
cool opportunity it's been for me and I know for all of us it's going to be to hear Tony's story um, in that I think a lot of us have grown up in the church and have been Christians for a long time, um, been working through that process. For Tony, it's very fresh and new, only having been saved a year and a half ago. And it's just an awesome opportunity to see that distinct break there a year and a half ago and how that identity has changed over the last um, last month. So um, just a neat opportunity for us. And we're not talking about core lies necessarily, but to give us some context as we understand uh, Tony's story, I just wanted to have him briefly share what those core lies have been for him. Yep. Uh, well, for me, I grew up... Um, with my mom. My parents were divorced when I was two. I never knew them together. Uh, my mom was, I guess, different, very liberal, Ms. Magazine, um, you know, would always have sayings or wear shirts around the house about, you know, a woman needs a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Um, you know, so growing up thinking, okay, men aren't, you know, needed or just that anger, it's not good to be, you know, a man when she would attempt to, you know, connect me with, you know, older men that weren't my dad, they uh, always seemed to be homosexual, so I felt like she was trying to do something there, um, you know, making me read stories about boys, um, playing with dolls, dressing up in dresses and stuff like that, so just... Very thankful I was not born 30 years later. So, and so that was the core lie was just it's not good to be a man or I'm not good enough for me. Thanks, Tony. <laughs> so uh, to kind of give a little bit of format to this morning, um, the five Ps there, I think you guys are probably a lot more familiar than I am with the five Ps. Um, I know you guys went through them in previous semesters that I wasn't present for, but essentially we want to look at the five Ps um, and understand just now with our new identity in Christ, how do we live in these different realms? How do we relate to others based on this new identity? So the first one, if you could go to the next slide. Um, we want to look at how we relate to God, that foundational aspect, our relationship with God, based on the new identity in Christ. We want to start there, then we're going to look at how we relate to our wives based on the new identity, how we relate to our kids and others, so coworkers, neighbors, whoever else might be out in the world. Uh, so starting with our relationship to God, the verse that we put up here was Philippians 3.10. I won't read it to you guys, I'll let you guys take a look there, but um, really as we talked, um, this was an interesting process for us, just a lot of these things that, that we're bringing out today are, are thoughts that we've had but haven't been able to verbalize yet, so being able to verbalize it for us was just, you know, for us a, a, a good process, but understanding this relationship with God, we saw that you can't give something you haven't received, uh, and we saw that we've really got to first internalize that new identity for ourselves. We've got to internalize God's grace and really accept it for ourselves, not just hearing it in sermons on one, or Sunday, um, you know, not just not hearing it in Sunday school growing up, but just internalizing it and really accepting God's grace and knowing that you've been changed in your heart. Um, and then at that point, then that's when you can give it to others. That's when you can extend grace to others. And I know I've experienced that in my own life, not, you know, just with my kids, you know, quick to anger, that sort of thing. Um, realizing that it's an issue in my own heart where I haven't fully accepted Myself. But that's where we're coming from here is when we talk about relating to God um, and wanting to understand how we get to that point and, and what we do with it once, once we receive that grace, how we give that to others. So, Tony, if you could start out by talking to us about how, uh, how you came to know Christ. Yep, sure. Um, I was just at a, 
point in my life, just really kind of felt alone, uh, not happy, didn't have you know, a whole lot of men in my life, was not happy with uh, my marriage. Uh, I'd given up a dream of being a pilot, uh, another career for wife and family, so really harboring a lot of uh, resentment there. It may have been the right thing to do, but maybe didn't do it for the right uh, reasons. Um, just, boy, just lost. You know, just felt totally broken. And, you know, I, I can see it now, but, you know, the Spirit, you know, talking to me, you need to do, you need to do something. And so I really felt that what I really needed to do was get uh, connected with other guys. And I had been through, I had been the Blythefield to some of the dramas and uh, whatnot, knew uh, Dan Lokers, and they had always had the gymnastics uh, parents come out to some of those and thought, you know, that's just a, a really cool vibe. You know, anytime I go there, just the atmosphere, I really get something out of that. I, you know, I need to check that out more in depth. So I remember sitting down at my kitchen table, writing an email to, to Dan, going, hey, Dan, you know, I'm looking to connect with you know, other guys, I want to be intentional about it, you know, can we, can we meet, and, you know, oh, by the way, I'd like to, you know, check out, you know, Blythefield, come to a service, and whatnot, and, well, I've flown, and I've had issues up there, and, you know, the plane, other things, I've been in the military, you know, overseas, and I will tell you, nothing compares to the fear that I had after I hit send on that email, (laughs) That day doesn't even come, come close. You know, I also felt I needed to be vulnerable, and I'm like, well, this is it. <laughs> um, and obviously the response was, was great. And, you know, I think one of the things Dan said is he's like, yeah, bud, we've been praying for you for three years, <laughs> you know, me and my family. And, uh, you know, for me, that was just extremely humbling. I'm like, wow, somebody's praying for me and let me know about it. <laughs> I was not used to that. Uh, but... You know, he said, hey, I run a, you know, a men's group. Are you interested? And at that point, I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that I needed to be connected to men. So if, if it's something like that, I'm there. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then, you know, one of the guys there gave me a book, um, Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Dan gave me uh, More Than the Carpenter. And I just remember going through one of those books and, I was there by the time I got to the end, and I just remember saying, yes, Christ, I want you in my life. I want that relationship. And I remember it so clearly, turning the page in whatever book that was, and there was basically what I had just verbalized. So I'm like, okay, he's telling me I'm on the right track. (laughs) Thanks, Tony. So the next uh, area we want to look at, you can go to the next slide, is just our relationship with our wife based on this new identity. The Yimar guys are going to think we're cheating here. We pretty much use all Yimar verses. Uh, Ephesians 5.5, husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And as we talked, and, um, we kind of brought this out in email a little earlier. Um, just this idea that marriage is the battleground for selfishness. And that uh, I believe God uses marriage and a lot of our relationships, but marriage especially, I think, as a vehicle to kind of bring us beyond ourselves, um, to push us out of that room, to get us to start relating to others in a different way. And I think marriage is one of the biggest um, biggest ways that happens. And as we talked about this, for both of us, this story came to mind of Hosea and Gomer. Again, I did it yesterday. I always get it confused. Gomer sounds like a dude's name. 
And I was going to say that he was the guy. Uh, but Hosea was pursuing Gomer. Uh, so he pursued his wife relentlessly. Um, you know, he, he followed what God was telling him to do and just kept pursuing her despite her unfaithfulness. And uh, I was at a conference a few months back, and I heard a guy talking about the story. Someone had asked him, said, you know, my wife's unfaithful. It's just hard to live with. I just don't know if I can keep doing this. How long do I stick this out? Um, the guy that was speaking said, you know, how long has God been faithful to you? How long has he continued to pursue you? How, how many times has he forgiven you? And that was a gut check for me. Just, you know, um, keep at it. Um, this is more than about us. This is about our wives and our kids, sharing the love of God in those relationships. Uh, and in Hosea, the Lord said, I will betroth thee to me forever. I will betroth you in righteousness and justice, in love and compassion. I will betroth you in faithfulness, and you will acknowledge the Lord. And as I read that, it just hit home. Um, just God's faithfulness to me, just that love. And I was saying to the guy last night, it just makes me want to run home and love my wife, you know? Just, um, just tell her that I love her. Um, but, Tony, if you could um, talk us a bit about how you first saw your relationship with Christ uh, change the way that you viewed your wife. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, um, as far as with the relationship with, with Christ, just being very intentional, uh, regular, taking that time, uh, quiet time uh, with him uh, and listening, um, you know, like I said, I was in a place I wasn't very happy with my marriage, was taking a lot of it on me, a lot of uh, resentment um, towards my wife, um, you know, lack, of, lack of affection. My wife is also an alcoholic, so trying to deal with that at home and just the pattern repeating every night and in ways just feeling that I was justified in being angry and just waiting for it to happen. Um, so in the midst of all that, went on the men's backpacking trip uh, last year. And one of our times, I just remember us being out in the woods, spending some time alone with God. And, you know, really for probably one of the first times, I'd really prayed for my marriage. I'm like, okay, God, you know, I'm, this is it. I've always wanted to be a good husband, you know, a good father. Um, do what you will with me. And, boy, again, I, and I just feel so you know, blessed to have heard the Spirit. It's like you whacked me upside the head with a board and it's like, go to your wife and tell her you love her. <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, really? You know, even though I feel, felt like she's done, you know, this to me or that to me. And, you know, yeah, just go to her, tell her you love her, whatever it is that, you know, she's dealing with, even if she's not letting you into that, just let her know that, you love her and you're there for her. Um, and so I listened, and that's what I did. You know, when I got home and just went to my wife and said, you know, hey, Hope, I love you. You know, whatever it is that you're dealing with, even if you're not, you know, don't feel comfortable sharing it with me, I just want to know that I'm there for you. Um, and that was a, a big step, realizing that it's not all about me. <laughs> You know, I mean, as men, we think sometimes, oh, somebody's doing this to me or that to me, and no. <laughs> so I had to let that, let that go. Um, and the other thing I didn't even realize till I think, weeks later, and I was thinking about, okay, you know, I've prayed about the marriage, and, yeah, things are, 
you know, a little differently. And felt like, again, he, you know, whacked me upside the head. He's like, do you realize since you, I think at that point it was six months, he's like, do you realize that since you've, you know, prayed about your marriage and about your wife, um, that, you know, you haven't, you know, fantasized about another woman? And I'm just like, wow, I hadn't even mentioned that to him, and here he is <laughs> doing that for me and working for my, for my marriage, and that was really awesome. I think one of the, the coolest parts about this, uh, of Tony and his wife especially, um, just going back to kind of what Matt talked about on Sunday, is that he hasn't escaped the, the painful areas of his life, um, but he's learned to uh, relate to the people in those painful experiences differently. Um, and is experiencing those situations differently. And it's amazing to see the way that, like I was saying before, just after a year and a half that that's happening in Tony's life, it's just a really cool thing to see. Um, but uh, Tony, if you could just uh, talk to us a bit about how you've seen the change in you affect your wife. Uh, yeah, we've actually uh, talked about it, and I hang my hat on, you know, little things, saying, oh, you know, she thinks I'm... Uh, little bit softer really kind of understands where she's coming from um, right now sees me just in the way that I relate to to her and the kids uh, different one of the things that kept popping up whether it was you know me or saying hey this group of guys that you're hanging around with now they're really awesome and I'm glad you have that um, just kept using the word non-judgmental <laughs> you know and realizing to me that okay, you know, maybe in some way I was judging, but even more so than that, realizing, hey, I'm broken, we're broken, our wives are broken too, she's using that word, there's something going on there, and even if she's not letting me into that, I need to be sensitive, you know, to that. Um, and just, just being a lot more appreciative, just saying things to me, um, you know, it's not like things are always, you know, honky-dory now. I remember we had some kind of, uh, you know, disagreement last week, and instead of lingering anger, you know, I get out of uh, my email in the morning last week, and, you know, she had a text for me that said, hey, thanks for being, indul you know, indulging me last night. I love you. <laughs> um, things that never would have happened before. So that's been really awesome. That is awesome. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Uh, from Ephesians 6, 4. Uh, and as we talked about, about this section here, um, what we kind of focused on was the idea that as we relate to our children, we really want to be pursuing them, uh, their hearts, though. Not looking to um, get them just to change their behavior, but to understand what's going on in their heart. that's causing that behavior. And then to help them see that as well. Um, so that they can go through the same process we've really gone through here Again, not nearly as quick to, quick to anger, and I've noticed whether it be with, you know, my wife, kids, 
whatever. I mean, we still have those, you know, moments. We still fail. But what I've really leaned into is even if I see that it's going that way, you know, I just lean into Christ. And even in the moment, just a quick, hey, God, I need some, I need some help with this. This is going on. <laughs> um, you know, and I know that seen, um, anybody who's helped their kids with math nowadays they do it a completely different way than, than they did when we were growing up. And, Dad, Dad, that's not how we did it. That's not how we had. Well, I'm getting the same answer as you are. Um, and so if I know that I'm going to be helping my daughter with math, I'm going to Lord, Lord, I'm going to need some help. Um, and just, you know, realizing that and being able to take a step back, even in the moment, um, you know, and regroup and say, okay, how do I need to do that? How can I show my kids, you know, love um, in that aspect? Um, it's also been really good with uh, my older daughter. Uh, she and I were able to have a, you know, really honest and um, frank conversation for probably one of the first times, you know, ever, talking a little bit about, um, you know, some of my wife's brokenness and that, yes, that's something that dad realizes and I love your mom. I'm, you know, it's just something we have to deal with. And she knew it was there and just, boy, there's something, you know, I just remember my daughter turning to me and saying, dad, thank you. <laughs> you know, and that was just really awesome. Thanks for having this conversation with me. It really meant a lot to me. Um, you know, we live for those moments with our kids. So that was pretty cool. And I know as talking to Tony uh, to prepare for this, one of the things he brought up was just with the kids, the idea of uh, a shift in his mindset from why me, you know, why is this happening to me, why am I having to deal with this issue with my kids or my wife or whoever, to why not me, um, mm -hmm. more of an opportunity um, that he's seeing that, you know, God's opening up this difficult situation for him to, to, to be there and to, to speak into his kid's life, to speak that love into his kid's life. We'll go to the next section now, which is uh, last section. How we relate to others out in the world, just coworkers, neighbors, whoever it might be that you interact with. Um, and the verse that we put up here was Second Corinthians eleven thirty. If I must boast, I will boast in my weakness. I just love this verse because um, I mean we really can't boast. I mean we've got nothing to boast in except for the fact that we're broken. Um, you know, it's, it's one of the most difficult things that we do. I know it has been for me, and I, I told this story last night, but uh, some of us were together in a group over the summer, and uh, we were sharing our stories. I hadn't gone yet, and I was out for a few weeks for work, vacation, things like that. I came back, and uh, my the small group I was in was like, oh, well, we've all shared. It's your turn. And I was like, oh, crap. Like, I prepared for this thing. Like, I, it's 6 in the morning. I didn't know I was doing this. And uh, just went for it. And it was amazing, you know, there's just this sense of truly weakness and just, uh, you know, anxiousness and nervousness, but all these things that are built up inside you and uh, these things that you, you know, never shared with anybody or not many people. And uh, it's just sitting there festering. And uh, it just, there's that exact moment, right? It comes out and you tell somebody and, you know, all your problems aren't necessarily solved right there, but there's something to that, just to being vulnerable and being exposed there's that immediate sense of inner strength, um, just that inner peace that, you know, it's the strength of Christ. It really is, you know, that's what we've been doing here all semester, I think, is boasting in our weaknesses um, and uh, just learning to, 
to embrace that and, and live through that. So um, yeah, I just love this verse. It's, it's an awesome thing to do. It's really hard, and I think it's a process we'll probably continue to do throughout our lives. Um, but those soft spots are really what we've got to hit, really, to, to bring light to how amazing God is. And those soft spots for us are where Christ shines. Um, I just think it's an amazing thing that we're doing here. So, um, Tony, if you could share us a bit about how your relationship with Christ has affected how you relate to others. Yep, sure. Uh, one of the things I forgot to mention uh, earlier, when I first came to Christ, first had that, I felt, you know, overwhelmingly what he was telling me was, you need to share your story. Well, I didn't even know what story really was at that point until, you know, I remember we're out on the trip or whatnot, and somebody says, hey, do you want to share your story? Well, God told me to, so yes. <laughs> um, but just realizing that and encouraging others to, to do the same. Um, we're all broken. We like to think sometimes as men that I'm the only one that's facing this. I'm the only one that's dealt with this. Um, you know, we're not, unfortunately, in some cases, but when we share that and release that, it no longer has the power over us that it did um, before. So just doing that and encouraging others and have just, you know, seen what it does. And I'm an open book. It's all out there. And it's just such a, again, getting back to that joy and just relief. It's like, I'm known. <laughs> there isn't anything out there that's, um, you know, that's hidden. Uh, I've had some great e examples of, uh, you know, guys to follow as well and set the bar for me, just living life with guys. I mean, it doesn't, sometimes we think it's got to be a, a grand gesture. Hey, I need to do something really big. No, it can just be, you know, hanging around. And that's got, you know, that's had an impact. Um, you know, it's had an impact on my family. Uh, just knowing that we're all, we're all broken. And again, it's not about me. And if I'm trying to, if I'm taking something a certain way, you know, thinking, okay, well, why is, why am I seeing that? What is that, you know, behavior? Is that person acting out of, you know, a place of brokenness? And what's going on there? How can I... Um, you know, address that or talk with them. Again, a lot, of, um, a, lot of, a lot of praying or going to God in the moment. Um, I know I get way too angry after Rockford football loses for no <laughs> good reason, <laughs> especially that last game this year. But, um, you know, just knowing that God's got it covered, putting it in, in his hands and being blessed to see how he works not only in my life but in the lives of others and being able to you know to point that out you know sometimes them and say hey look you know if this wouldn't have happened this other thing wouldn't have happened to you there <laughs> um, and that's just been a real blessing thanks Tony uh, so just to kind of close up here I just want to say how encouraged I am by everything I've seen here. Like I said, I'm pretty good with one of you. Um, and what the guys are doing here, um, like, guys don't do this. Guys don't share their weaknesses and hang out and talk about what their, you know, their vulnerabilities. I mean, this is awesome. It's, I think it really is revolutionary what's happening here, especially over this last semester. Um, it's just so encouraging to see guys getting together and doing this and trying to 
you know, want to understand their own identity in Christ. And, and you know, what I'm really excited to see is what we're all going to do now. You know, let's go out and love our wives and love our kids and, you know, show others out in the world this love. This is awesome. Uh, I'm just happy to be part of this. So um, thank you guys for, for letting us do this. Close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we uh, thank you for bringing us together this morning and each morning um, as we've gone through this material just to, you know, start by understanding our core lives and how we used to relate uh, from those from those areas and 